what's up y'all and welcome back to another episode of miso asian hey what's up we made it okay this podcast should be on time this time so bear with me anyway i want to brief you all what has happened over the past week or so then i'm gonna get into the story time don't mind my wig today because i'm trying to okay anyway but over the past week okay i have been trying this new diet. I have been trying to cut back on breads and pastas and everything like that. And I've been sticking to more like meat and vegetables. If I do go over to like rices and pastas, I have had been trying, um, was it whole wheat pasta and brown rice, which is something that I'm not used to because I didn't really grow up on brown rice. I really have not. And then when I became an adult and I actually tried brown rice before, I felt very, um, I didn't like the texture, okay? Did not like the texture at all. The taste was a little bit off, was a little bit different. So I'm trying something new. I'm giving it another try because my goal is to have a slimmer waist, you know? And I came to the realization that me trying to slim my waist is going to slim out other areas. So I'm mentally prepared to lose weight in other places as well. Cause I know it's not realistic to think like, hey, I'm going to spot lose this weight, which is not realistic, but I know if I wanted to do that, you know, if I ever happen to give up on this diet, I could always go do some lipo, but I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that. But anyway, that's what's been going on with me. Also, I kicked up my activity. So I have been like doing cardio every day. Um, I don't walk. I also do the elliptical. I also do the the stationary bicycle because I'm not too comfortable riding around my neighborhood on a bike. And plus, I don't own a bike. So I do the stationary bike at my gym. And then another thing that I've been doing is um, dance cardio. I've been doing dance cardio. It's like hip hop stuff. Some of it's salsa, some of it's Zumba. So I do a mixture of like different dance cardio stuff. And like the videos I've been watching and following, they go for a good hour or 30 minutes or 45. So it's 30, 45 an hour type of workouts that I can do and it works up a good sweat all I gotta say and like there's one guy I have been obsessed with I think his name is Mike Pill and he has like 30 minute like hip-hop stuff so um he tried to like introduce slowly eight counts you know if you're not familiar with dance eight counts is how we count our dance moves our steps there are our steps that involves full counts and there's steps that do half accounts so that means one, two, three, four, that's your full counts. Half a count is one and two and three and four, stuff like that. So I've been following him and I'm not gonna lie, uh, it has been putting up a sweat on my body. And then afterwards, every day, I have been trying to do an ab workout, any type of ab workout. I have been told to do like hit cardio. I'm not into that, that high intensity, that short spurts, it's, it ain't me. I like to take it slow, and especially with this dance cardio, I can have fun with it because I love to dance. And, of course, I think I said in season two episode, no, season one, episode one, I believe, 
I mentioned to you all that back in high school, I used to do like track and choir and I used to dance. So this brings back old memories and I love to dance and have fun. So that's another thing. And another thing is that when I am on the elliptical or the treadmill or the bike, I could simply put on like a 30 minute YouTube video or a TV show or a quick little movie and just go about my day. And it just makes the cardio so much bearable, you know? And hopefully if I can just get a friend or whatnot to just walk the track with me, that'd be great. Cause I'm walking it by myself and my little dog, I watch her outside on the balcony right now, um, lost in the South. But my dog, she's not going to walk with me that, especially not that long. So I definitely need a walking partner if I do tend to walk on a track one day, but whatever. And another thing that has been going on is that for about a good week now, just a good week now, probably a little over a week now, I have been taking care of my best friend's bunny called Burger. So I've been driving to her house every single day to make sure this bunny is alive. <laughs> so every day I had to go check to make sure that hay's in there because the bunny eats hay as well. And she has, she meant to say that she has, um, what's it called? Bunny food, I guess. When I had a bunny, I'll probably do a, a podcast about my different pets that I have a bunch of pets. But when I had a bunny, I gave my bunny uh, carrots, celery, and lettuce. But her bunny, um, her bunny eats like hay, there's like rabbit food, there's like actually rabbit treats, which is just like mixture of like nuts and dry fruits and stuff like that. But every day I have been going over and making sure that the bunny has like water because it keeps knocking it over. Actually, a couple days, the water is actually still there. So maybe it wasn't pissed at me. And then other days, the food is knocked over. So I'm like, great. So I got to refill that. And then when I fill up the bowl with the bunny food, I put treats on top so it can lure the bunny to the food or hopefully once the bunny eats down the trees it could eventually eat some of its food but i think i'm a little bit heavy-handed i'm sorry my friend so you might have to buy some more treats because i've been just given so many treats so if your bunny looks a little bit thick i'm sorry and of course refill the hay and then um that's just about it you know I go ahead and check the mail for them because they get mail about every single day, which I don't, I'm not used to that. I get mail like every other day, couple of days, but they get mail every day. I check to see they have packages. I put it in the house for them, lock it up and I'm good to go. So I've been traveling every day for that. I think today's my last day. I believe today's a Friday. I'm recording this. So I believe it's my last day and they should be back home tomorrow. You know, welcome home. Hi. And what else has been happening? Uh, also, I'm looking a bit crazy, you know, the wig. It's because I have a cosplay to do tomorrow. Yay! I believe I've mentioned this in like a couple episodes or the previous episode, but I love to cosplay pretty much. I just dress up as like a character. <laughs> and it could be a fictional character. It could be a non-fiction character. It just depends on what I want to do. But Tomorrow, I will be transforming myself into the bride from Kill Bill. 
And a second look is going to be the Joker. Of course, we all know the Joker from Batman. That's one of Batman's, you know, nemesis. And I'm going to have a shoot with my friend. So we're going to go ahead and team up. She's going to play Go-Go from Kill Bill. And she's going to be my Harley Quinn to my Joker. So that's why I got this thing going on. I typically like to pack my stuff the day before. I like to try on my outfits, my wigs, and then I can assess what type of makeup I want to have. So I'm wearing this wig, getting a feel for it to see what type of makeup will go best with this. But of course, during that movie, she was pretty much natural. So I pretty much want to go with that look. And of course, with my Joker look, especially um, the type of outfit I put together in my head and then I was able to put inside an outfit, it's going to be a little bit more drastic. And I'm excited for that. Other than that, um, it has been pretty sunny in good DMV, I would say. Um, the past couple of days was like cloudy and rainy, but today is just absolutely beautiful. Um, I got extra light overhead, you know, for the extra effect, but it's really, really beautiful outside and my dog's loving it right now. And also I have been doing some changes from my apartment. I'm adding a few things here and there. I'm pretty much going to decorate a little bit more because um, I just want to make it a little more homey because I realized um, a couple weeks ago that I'm going to be here for a little bit. So I'm going to make it a little more homey, probably hang some decorations up, which I'm not really into. I'm not really into hanging up any decorations, but I'm going to give it a try especially in my living room because I am looking at doing like a mirror collage wall. Does that make sense? If you don't know what I'm talking about, they have a bunch of pictures on Pinterest, but it's just a bunch of like different accent mirrors placed in like different random areas on your wall and make it look like a big work of art. Or I'm looking at like a big canvas, like a three-piece canvas or like a six-piece canvas, you know? You know what canvases look like. It's really large. Uh, pieces of art that you put on the wall and I'm thinking about those two to spice up the living room my friend does have like LED lights in her room and I was like that'd be really cool for the living room especially for like movie night and stuff like that also another life update change um I will be having a new roommate in an upcoming months because my sister is moving here Ooh. So I definitely want to make this a little more cuter because I am not going to have her roast my apartment because it was just looking like minimalist. But now it's coming together, you know, got my pillows, got a new pillow. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying out here, I guess. But I don't know. But I'm not going to lie, my mindset, especially during my house hunt last year and going to this year into the new apartment, my mindset was I want a house, I want my dream house out do that house set that place up once I get it. But then I realized, you know what? I'm going to get comfortable because if my house search takes longer than what I expected, you know, at least my apartment look cute. But but I'm going to make it a little more um, cuter, I guess. It's cute now, but I'm going to up the cute factor. But other than that, that should be everything that's been going on lately. Just preparing for my sister, about to do a cosplay. Um, also I'm going to go on a couple, um, brunches because I got all these damn March birthdays. Why all my friends got March birthdays? Why I got March birthdays, please. And then taking care of the bunny, you know, working this diet out, 
trying to, you know, go on a slow fitness journey. Uh, maybe I might turn that into a video. Um, my results from like the past month, because my goal is to do this challenge for a month and see what happens so I can tweak my plan and everything like that. And I forgot to mention one of the biggest changes that I had, especially my diet, is that I'm drinking more water. So I bought like a gallon water bottle. So I'm trying to finish it every day. But if I can't finish it, my secondary goal is at least 64 ounces. So if I can't finish that gallon, I want to at least get to 64. And I've been pretty good at the gallon for, you know, a couple of days. Other days I have hit the 64 mark and we should be good to go. Other than that, I'm done rambling. So, so sorry. So like the other day I was talking with my friend and we we're just reminiscing about, you know, the good old days, you know, when we used to hang out, when we used to like, you know, be in school together and stuff like that. And she brought up uh, an interesting topic. And then she was like, you know, I know you're single. Um, are you still going out and dating and everything like that? And I was like, yeah. And then what sparked this podcast was her next question. And it was, so what are you looking for? And that's a great question, actually. Very great question. So back in like my teenage years, okay, let's go, let's go back in time. Back in my teenage years, I was into like the tall, the muscular, athletic type. And when I was a teenager, of course, I was in the sports and other extracurricular activities, okay? And I believe that I attracted, you know, the athletic guys. I'm not just sure how if I'm not sure if I attracted the um, quote unquote nerdier guys. You know, I, I hate using that word, but I, I don't know what to I don't know what to describe them as. But the quote unquote nerdier guys, because I consider myself a nerd. But since I was into all these sports, I guess you can classify me as a jock back in the day. Jock, I, I don't know, but that was my type of thing. So. That's what I was surrounded by. So I was into the guys that were into sports. I didn't care what sports that they played. It could have been baseball, basketball, soccer, football. Long as he was like athletic and tall, that was just my type of thing. And of course, I liked older guys. So if he was like a couple months, a couple years older than me, that was what I went for. I just do not know why. It, it was just a thing for me. Um, I have a story time about uh, one of my boyfriends back in high school, but that's something for another time. But that was my type of preference. I really didn't care like their religion. I didn't care about their race. I didn't care about what job they had because we're in school. Like that's the last thing I was thinking of, uh, I didn't, I didn't think about, you know, their upbringing, um, what are, what are their goals, what they're trying to do later on. Like I was just into looks. I was shallow, very shallow. I was into looks, you know, the height. I was into like their popularity. Like, oh, is he popular? Um, I definitely cared about the social status because in high school, like you're, you're <laughs> this sounds terrible, but you're not supposed, you're not trying to be with like somebody that's lame per se. I hate saying that. 
and you wanted to go for somebody that was, you know, good looking, y'all look together. So, you, of course, you could stand in front of your friends and your family. So that was just me. But my dilemma back in high school was my father didn't want me to date until I was 16. But of course, I tried to break that rule anyway. I tried any way that I can to not follow that rule, which is kind of funny now. And um, now that I look back on what I went through now, all my previous boyfriends, my ex-fiance, I came to a conclusion that it's not all about looks, honestly. I just realized that I care less about looks. I definitely care less about social status. I just want a decent human being. And um, if you ask for my preference, my preference is, of course, male. I am looking for a male. As for height now, now looking back at myself, you know, then my teenage self versus now, which I'm almost 30, I realized height doesn't matter to me either. Like, I was into guys that were like 5'10 and above. I'm five feet myself. So now I'm like, man, if you if we could at least see eye to eye, I guess. I, I don't care no more. I, I don't care no more. If if you're five feet like me, cool, let's rock with it. If you're 4'10, okay, let's rock with it. If you're six feet, cool, let's rock with it. Right now, I'm like, it it is what it is right now. Now I'm taking the time to, you know, talk with potential men and get to understand their upbringing because uh, I'll have a story time for, for this type of situation, but I did have an incident where a guy was uh, dishonest to me for a long period of time. And when everything, when the darkness came to light, he explained why he did it in his mindset. I was like, I, I should have asked this, you know, the stuff he was doing, he thought it was okay because I was emotionally and physically taken care of and he was out there doing what he wants to do pretty much. But like I said, I'll say that for another story time. That was an interesting story, but now I'm taking the time to understand, you know, their backstory and see how they became the man, became the man that they are today. Cause that, that makes a huge difference. And on top of that, see where they want to go. Like I said, when I was back in high school, I cared less about what he was trying to do. As long as he looked good, you know, we could be boyfriend, girlfriend. But now I'm like, where do you want to go? Because my dreams and goals could be completely different on the same path or whatnot. And it needs to be talked about because if his dreams and aspirations um, doesn't I would say include like a wife one day and like a family one day. I, I, I don't, I don't want to waste your time. I did not want to waste your time. I'm into monogamy. I'm into a committed relationship with one other person. I want to be a mother one day. And if those things that's aligned with me, I'm just going to let you go. I'm not going to force anybody to get married or want to have kids. So if you, definitely tell me that that's something that you do not want to do. I'm definitely not going to waste your time. Boom. Also, back in the day when I was with my ex, I realized that 
I was putting his goals before my goals. So one thing I have been taking the time out to do is understanding where they want to end up in life and how to try to get there. Because if we can complete our goals together, if he wants to have this as a serious relationship, then we can work together to get our goals. Because I refuse from that when the, the day I left, that day forward, I realized that I refuse to put my dream on hold to pretty much let his dream succeed. Like, no, we're not doing that. Because as soon as he got to where he was at, he said, F my dreams, I'm, I'm where I'm at. So based off of my past experience, that's one thing I'm not doing. So if we can do our goals together, that's that's what it's going to be at because I refuse to not do that again. Because sometimes when people get to um, the point where they want to, um, sometimes they forget the promises that they made to people. And I'm not taking that risk again, if that makes sense. Another thing is that um, appearance. I'm not into, you know, the model type, the muscular build anymore. I, I could care less. You know, um, now I look at, oh, his skin is so smooth. He doesn't have acne. <laughs> Oh, he takes real, real good care of himself, like like stuff like that. And um, I remember my friend; she made a dating profile, and she asked me if I would date like a a heavier set guy. And I was like, I would. Like that's just a thing that can be fixed later on. Like if if he wants to stay that size, cool. But if he wants to size down, cool. That's that's cool as well. Like it can totally be fixable. Another thing that I've been into is uh, genetics. So I have been talking and getting to know like what type of like hereditary stuff is within their gene pool. And like, I know me, um, my eyes. So my family, my mom's side of family, um, we have these eyes, these like, I guess, hazel light brown eyes that circulates around. Right. And, um, it, it skips some cousins. It doesn't with others. Um, but some cousins have their children. They end up getting them. So the eyes and stuff like that. What else is common? High blood pressure is common in, in my family. Um, diabetes is common in my family. Uh, fibroids is common in my family. Like ovarian cysts, stuff, stuff like that. So I've been trying to pick people's brains and see, you know, what is lurking within their gene pool? So I have a heads up, you know, because if my family has trouble with diabetes and his family has trouble with diabetes, that we know what we're not going to do. We're going to cut down on the sugar and stick with like natural sugars and stuff like that. Like, you know, another thing is career. So this has been a heavy topic in the YouTube streets. And I have seen a few videos that some women they want a guy with six figures. Um, there's some women who could care less. Honestly, I never had experience with a guy that made significantly less than me. So I don't know. I I do not know how to manage that at all, just to be honest. But I have had um, guys that will make like what? Like a couple tens of thousands less than me, but not significantly less. Um, I am an auditor, like I told you all before in, in um, the past and stuff like that. But I typically attract like professionals, other professionals. So I don't have a problem with, I would say, 
finding somebody that makes a decent amount of money. I don't care if he makes six figures. Like, I could make that on my own. But uh, it is nice, you know, but he doesn't have to have it. It just would be nice. Um, I don't care if he's an entrepreneur or not. I just care that if he has, like, consistent work because my mindset is if we got married and something happened to me and I cannot bring my portion to the table, can you pretty much carry the torch of the family? Can you carry on me and the future child or children that we're going to have together? That's my mindset. Like if something happened to me, can can you help us all to survive? Like something physically and mentally. And the same thing with me. Like if, you know, like I say, he don't have to be no six figures, but it's nice. But if something happened to him, I know for a fact I'm going to make sure that we're, we're not going to sink. Not on my fucking watch. <laughs> not on my watch. But that's what I'm looking at. So as for like income wise, like I would say, can he make enough to take care of myself, his and our child or children's basic needs for the future? That's just my input on that. And if he makes significantly more great, you know, good for him. And um, I'm going to strive to get there as well. You know, when I see my other high income earning friends, it's like inspiration to me. Like I can totally get that too. I'm going to go a different path though, but I want to get to that too, because I came from a comfortable lifestyle and I strive to keep that comfortability, you see, but I strive to keep that comfortability and I want more especially for my kids, because I want them to have what I had, you know, and then some, because I'm not going to lie, I had a, I had a pretty good childhood. I had a pretty good upbringing. Um, I lived very comfortably and I want to lead the same way, you know, but that's just my whole spiel about income and stuff like that. Um, another thing is, um, I think I said this before, but ethnicity, um, I don't care about his ethnicity at this at this point i'm open but i'm not gonna lie over like many many years now um i typically attract uh black american men i'm not gonna lie um i guess it's my, my look um i guess it's the aura that i give but um or maybe my assets if you know what i'm talking about uh, but i typically attract them the most so that's what I've been like exposed to and around. But now since I moved to like the DMV area and I have like a wide range of like variety, I have more opportunities. I'm like, let me open my horizons now because I have more of a selection. And um, now since I've moved to a bigger city, I'm out and about more. I have realized that I do attract, you know, other races as well. Um, I do attract um, white men, I do attract Hispanic men, and then I do attract, surprisingly, I did not know this, but I do attract, um, what's it called, um, Middle Eastern men, which I'm very, very shocked. Um, Asian men, I don't really um, attract them at all, just to be honest, but those are the ones that I noticed that's attracting attention. And also um, African men as well. I realized that I attract their attention as well. But I am open to any race. 
And I'm very interested in learning more because I feel that my family's a mixing pot already. There's um, a bunch of people, you know, within my family already. I learned so much. Um, just looking at them and like learning from them is just really interesting. Another thing that, um, sorry, my throat. Another thing that I realized was that um, the assets. So I realized as I got older, okay, that just because a guy in a club or a facility or whatever pulls out a stack of money and drives a nice car, it does not mean he has money, okay? Just gonna throw that out there. So I say that to say, you know, if he doesn't have the nicest car or he doesn't walk around for a lot of money, you know, he's out of the pocket, which is not true, you know? The main thing, especially when I got older, is that you don't judge a book by its cover. Because you'll be surprised um, how many guys drive a Porsche and he's like living paycheck to paycheck. And you'll be surprised, you know, a guy driving a Hyundai, he's living pretty wealthy. He's pretty well secure. You'll be shot. So now I'm, especially now, I'm really not impressed with, oh, he has a nice car. I'm a holla at him. No. Mm. It could be all a facade, and I'm just going to just completely ignore that. And over the years, another thing I realized is that in this preference of mine, I just realized it just haven't changed. But I realized that I like the flamboyant. I like the loud. I like the um, overly confident. I like the um, extrovert. There it goes the extrovert type of guy. I do not know why, but my mom pointed this preference out, but she realized, she realized that you like this type of personality. I don't know why, but you just keep attracting them. You, you like them. I, I do not know why, but the ones I tend to click with that they're just like loud balls of energy that just wants to have a good time, be out there, socialize and stuff like that. And then um, I realized the one I got engaged to was the complete opposite, actually, because I wanted to try something new. My thing is, if you keep trying and trying something, you know, try completely different tactics. So when I did that, it, it kind of worked out a little bit. But of course, it was like oil and water as well. So that's one preference that I'm actually giving thought about. Like, should I keep going on this extrovert path or try a, another introvert? If that makes sense? I don't know. But I'm just sorting that out. But I just really, really like that personality. I'm I'm really into conversation. So I'm like, if he can hold a conversation and keep it up, that impresses me the most in just his looks, you know? Because if you can hold a conversation with me, because I'm a talker. I've been talking for a while now, okay? And obviously, I need somebody to match that energy because if you're out here giving me, like, low energy, I'm not... I'm not reciprocating, I can't. Another thing is that I cannot stand a controlling guy. Don't do this, don't wear that, don't talk to them, blah, 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 like stop, stop, stop. Cause it screams to me that you don't trust me, you don't trust my judgment. I have good intentions with whoever I talk to or interact with, I have good intentions. So if you're out here trying to dictate my every move is going to turn me off. Um, I'm, I have some friends that's into like astrology and stuff like that. And they say, since I'm a Sagittarius, you know, 
I like to roam and be free and I can't have somebody weigh me down. They got to come with me, how they like to tell me. So I think that's interesting, but that's one thing I just do not like. Um, another thing that I really, really like is a guy who shares the same interests as me. Back then, back in high school, I didn't care about that. I was like, oh, as long as he's cute and blah, 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 we'll find something that is interesting between us. But now I'm like, no, I want him to enjoy traveling, especially traveling. I want him to enjoy traveling. I want him to enjoy trying new restaurants, uh, a new facility. I want him to go try stuff like, um, what's it called? What's that thing called? Renaissance fairs. Here goes. I want him to try Renaissance fairs. I want him to try a carnival. I want him to try like a food truck festival, like go and do new things. I want to go take a walk around the lake. I want to go skating. I I want to go hiking. Not all the time. Not, not all the time. <laughs> Stuff like I, I just want somebody to be active and try new things with me, which is very important. I love to do stuff because that's something that I always did when I was younger. My mom and my dad, just about every weekend or every other weekend we were little, we always out, we always were out doing something. We did something and that carried on to my adulthood. So now I'm out doing something. I work really, really hard throughout the week, whether if it's like one of my many jobs, you know, school back in the day when I was in school and everything like that. I take the weekend to have fun, explore and do new stuff, hang out with my dog or something like that. Make my dog go somewhere. Like I really like that stuff, but that's really, really important to me. And I want him to like be open-minded to try a new place. Like if he's afraid to try African food or Thai food, Japanese food, uh, um, Panamanian food, I want him to at least give it a try and, and try it, you know? That's just me. And another thing with my preference that changed as well is the um, family. There it goes. Family, okay? So back in the day, back in high school, my thing was I totally did not want any kids. For some reason, something inside me was... I just didn't want to have any kids. But there was an incident that happened that sparked this urge, like, maybe I do want this. But I'll save that for another story time. I owe y'all about three story times now. But I'll say that for another story time. But something happened to me back in high school that sparked something in me. Like, you know what? I, I think this I think this would be really, I think this would be my thing. And I definitely want at least one kid. Max is two. I just it's something about having more. It just makes me it gets, gets my anxiety up, but two max would be pretty, pretty great. But now I definitely do want a family. Hey, what's up, y'all? Thank you for listening to another episode of Miso Asia. Yeah, so from the gist of it, I just want to explain how my mindset was when I was younger versus now because everything has changed. I value values. I value like their goals. I value their family preferences. I want to know what type of relationship that they want to have. Is it open? Is it monogamous? Because I want, I want monogamy. That's really what I want. I care about their career, where they're trying to go. I have met um, a couple of dudes, because like I said, 
I've been dating and online dating and they're at their current jobs, but they're in school to get a different job. Like stuff like that just inspires me. Like, yeah, they're at where they're at now and it's a decent job, but they want to do better for themselves, which I really, really love. Another thing is the, the car that they drive. I don't care if they are right around like a Maserati and something like that, but that does equate to money, you know? <laughs> That, that, that's like a bill to me. I'm really into like assets. So if you own like buildings, if you own real estate, if you own like properties, if you have like a stock portfolio, if you trade in Forex like me, stuff like that, I am very interested and I take that to heart. That's, that's valuable to me. And another thing is that I care less about looks now. I really do not care. Um, I really don't. I don't care about ethnicity, but I just pretty much want a well-rounded guy who's willing to like explore, do stuff, be in a real committed relationship, and we can be together and work as a team, you know, because my goal, like I said, is to have comfortability, like continue to have comfortability. I live comfortable. I want to continue to live comfortable, especially for my husband and my kid, kids or kids in the future. And that's all that I really, really want is I don't think that's hard to ask. You know, it's really not that hard to ask for. But in this dating world, it's a little bit more harder now, especially when the pandemic and getting your foot out there is a little bit slower, harder because you can't meet up how you want to or you can't meet up as often with the people that you're trying to date or date. And it's just really interesting. And plus, like, um, especially my generation, our mindsets are changing, especially how we view relationships and stuff like that. So the dating pool is just getting a little bit smaller for me based off like of my preference. Maybe other people are thriving out here, but me, you know, uh, it's, it's a little bit harder for me because I feel like I have decent expectations. I don't think that, I don't think that they're high, but I have decent expectations and I just want them met. And be because when I look at, you know, a marriage, I think of it as like the long haul. This is just it for me. But unfortunately, especially in this climate, you know, the, the divorce rates and everything like that, I'm mentally prepared for that. And um, I have had debates with my friends about prenup or team no prenup and this and that, that and the other, team marriage, team single. It's just a lot of stuff going on in you know this day and age and in this society because things are just evolving and it's just very very interesting but i'm along for the ride i definitely let go of my dream of having my husband having my kids by 30. i just feel like i don't know i got emotional for a second but i just feel like i don't want to rush it anymore because another thing when i was younger was that I really wanted the career check, the education check, my husband not check, my children or child not check um, by the age of 30. I wanted a house too, no check, <laughs> by the age of 30. And I realized that um, I should have put a clock on me. I'm trying not to, but I'm trying to not put a clock on myself because that just added pressure that I do not need to have right now. And I'm trying the best I can. And 
I really want to pick the right person because I really don't want to be stuck with somebody I cannot stand. But that's that's just me now. So now, now that I'm approaching 30 and it's, it's coming actually faster than what I expected because we're almost in April now. But since I'm almost 30, I'm just going to chillax, try not to pressure myself of meeting this darn deadline because if I meet this deadline, I'm going to probably skip, do- skip over some of um, the qualities that I'm looking for, trying to rush into something, and then I'm going to be completely unhappy because my happiness matters. And I really hope I find what I am trying to find out here is very, very, very hard, but I'm just going to continue to do what I want to do and making sure that I communicate, making sure we're having fun with this. And, you know, and most importantly, do not stress myself because there's already stress enough in this world. And I do not to put, do not need to put in more on myself because I am my biggest critic. I am my biggest one. I am very harsh on myself. I just know myself. I want to push and do better. But the main thing is that I need to calm my ass down. Anyway, I'm so glad you heard my rant about my preference. I'm so glad you heard my rant about what's been going over on the past week or so like that. And I definitely want to get this podcast out on time. And it should be yay, 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 because I'm trying to get ahead of the game. But yes, other than that, like I said, thank you for listening to this podcast. You can listen and watch to it on YouTube at AsianMK. You also follow me on my Switch Media. I have Instagram, and it's called AsianMK Charnay. Other than that, please have a great day. I hope that you all having a beautiful day like I am because it is very nice. It's very clear very sunny. There's like a light breeze and I'm really enjoying this and my dog's enjoying this as well. Until we meet again, my friends. Toodles.